Yeah. What about my sweat equity? I did that and I'm sorry. Damn it. Shouldn't have brought it up. So I sound all right. Yeah. We sound so amazing. We're doing this. Man, I was thinking about uh, morning radio. We're doing this Monday morning, the day. We try to have one Monday and Thursday now, right? And so, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where we uh, we are not morning radio guys because how bad would that suck to get up? You have to get up at like. We could do it. You could do it, but you're. I guess you're on that schedule for a while. I, I'd have trouble with it. for. It would mess up my workout routine. Yeah, you'd have to get up at 3. <laughs> I was up at 3.30 today, baby. Well, they got to get in by 6 for drive time, I think. But you got to be, like, ready to go. Yeah, right? there's no, like, working out before. You're doing show prep beforehand because oh. they actually have, like, you know, pre-production topics to talk about. More or less, yeah. I think you do it after. It's a rundown. You do it after. If you do any bits, you're going to. I like I like doing the pre-prep Right after like an episode of this, I go the, the next next episode we'll talk about this. That's part of the creative process I've kind of been implementing. Yeah, a little bit. Are you so, gonna fill me in on it anytime? Well, not for this show, but <laughs> uh, I'm saying like if we're one were to do that, it is better when I just don't know. Well, no, well, that you are the voice of a lot of people just doesn't nerd out on Harvard Business Review yeah. <laughs> stuff like I do. I'm playing a character of the every every man stupid guy. Well, you're wearing um, glasses inside. Okay, if I'm you're wearing, watching on YouTube and Facebook. I'm wearing glasses inside for a reason because I'm running the board, I'm switching angles, and I'm doing all that. I don't want to start, you know, taking dumps on our producer, John Paul. Um, so but, I, I hear a but, but coming. But he's not here. So. <laughs> At 6.07 a.m.? Yeah, well, we had a snafu yesterday, and, um, you know, we had to get one in today. Here's the important lesson out of it, because I was like, what can we take? We we recorded one yesterday with a friend of the program, comedian Matt Fernandez, and uh, and the audio is jacked up. And so we were like, uh-oh, we got to do one. Okay, I guess we'll just pronto, do, it. We'll do it in the morning. Right. Before it would get published anyway, right. typically. What time do you what time do you set it to schedule out? Right about now. Right about now. Because I notice when I'm on iTunes, a lot of my favorite podcasts, they have all have a Monday episode usually. Yeah. Church of What's Happening Now. Yeah. WTF, Corolla. Uh a lot of them all have their Monday morning one and then we're, we're timing it out perfectly. We're ours is sitting on top of it. Yeah. I've been messing around with the release times. I was going to get your thoughts on that. What do you think? I mean, because in my mind, it's like, all right, if you put it out at, say, 7.30 a.m., it's a business podcast. Yeah. People go into business stuff. It's a good time. They're getting ready. Oh, that pops up. Ooh, download that. Boom, boom, boom. I don't know. I think... Uh, I'm not paying for the market research. I think a lot of people might have it like... I don't know if you have it where it downloads automatically. Yeah. Um, for I, you. I definitely so, do. For my own show, I think yeah. that's the default. I'm trying to go through the... The paces of like, what do most people have if they have like Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts app, or iTunes, or Laughable, or Spotify, or what else were we on Google yeah. Play? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people have it set to download probably before they leave the, their place, so download on Wi-Fi kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. you live in a big city, you're in a bus, you're in uh, you're in the subway. Yep. 
Uh, you're sitting in your car forever in L.A. Yeah. I would say, um, you know, it's probably good that, I don't know, if, if you're looking at impression, because mm-hmm. the way I was looking at it was like, our sits on top ahead of all the other ones. Almost also like top ki- of mind. King of, king of the mountain. Yeah. However, if you were a business listener or you're like a business person that gets up early like you do to work right. out, they probably want it. It might be nice to wake up to it. So I don't know. We can play with it. It's always an A-B test. And this is, I always like to make bets. And that's why I like, that's why I like the, the work we're doing at Tokabaga uh, as like consulting is kind of like, is very similar to like Freakonomics kind of stuff. You're just kind of making bets on behavior in mm. an advertising or kind of uh, engagement kind of thing. I need more explanation. So kinda... what is economics really? Right, it's kind of it's the study of how like humans behave in a society, essentially. Sure. In a way. Yeah. Freaking it's a social contract of money, really. Well, you know, so everybody buys into this thing being worth something. Right, and we always talk about uh, a thing Marcus Lemonis says, um, not Marcus Aurelius, Marcus Lemonis, the uh, the prophet. He always says, you know, his thing is all about like it's just basic psychology. Right. So we're kind of mixing the two things together there in those two definitions. You have basically how humans are going to behave in the economy. And you have, you know, when you really break down business, it's really about just basic psychology 101, right? Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing on the, call us an advertiser or marketing company, marketing agency in this in this role, is we're trying to predict behavior without doing market research a lot of the time. Sure. We don't have the budget. Rel- yeah, relying on our own kind of A-B tests or just uh, whimsy. We handle startup, nano, micro, small to medium business. Whatever you want <laughs> whatever you classify. What's the difference between a nano and a micro business? No one uses nano or micro. <laughs> I do. Uh, but we got because, micro machines. Well, because everybody's definition is different. So you got startups that are just like most people that walk in here that are a startup uh, have no budget and mm-hmm. and basically don't even have the idea fleshed out. Right. And so that a lot of that is us extracting that out of them, almost like a therapist. Mm-hmm. You're not really doing much in that first session, just going, what do you think that is? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then it, sometimes you just need someone to ping pong stuff off of. Yeah, they think we have the answers. <laughs> it's just well, like, well, we got to get the question first. I feel, I go, do you know what a mission statement is? I basically just copy what my teacher did to me. Sure. Um, well, I mean, there's a reason they do it that way. Right. Uh, there's some things that, you know, you and I, we like to r- rage against the machine. Yeah. Against the, you know, normalcy of things. But there's a lot of things that have been flushed out for a long time that they do it a certain way for a reason. And that's one of them, just because it keeps uh, showing uh, results. Like, I'm making a to-do list right now, because oh, this is what I do early in the morning. But it's related, um, because I know after this, what I need to do... Uh, I have been doing a piss poor job of marketing this podcast or, organically. Uh, our Mailchimp, my Mailchimp account, got shut down for uh, <laughs> for probably too many bounced emails on the initial one because uh-huh. I just added a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, but if you're out there, you're a startup, you're trying to do your own brand. Email marketing is still number one. Yeah. Um, so put when you import your first set of emails, try to make try to go through them and scrub kill. it. Yeah, kill all the, uh, it's called scrubbing, yeah, kill all the 
you know, replies at if you're exporting out of like exporting anybody you've emailed in your, from your Yahoo account. Yeah. That's you can't do it in yeah, uh, Gmail. Yeah, your old that college easily. professors and things. Uh, well, actually, they might be. Yeah, yeah. Keep them. Any human that has you think will actually have the email, but if you get too many people that hate you and they they unsubscribe, that's gonna yeah. be a red flag too. Get rid of the people you have beef with. Get off from your email list. Get off constant contact because that shit sucks. Uh, I don't know what is constant contact. I've heard it. It's a. It's like a. Uh, it's what AOL is to. Um, AOL is to Gmail to me. So oh. Gmail's MailChimp. Okay. AOL is uh, constant contact. Oh, so it's just a it's shitty just email marketing. Version. Okay. But they they got their market penetration early. So oh, yeah. Yeah, market penetration. Nice. Dig against There's the a table. boner. <laughs> a boner that hits the table. Bing. Um I'm not doing it again. If you Ever. have a Squarespace site, I forgot about this. They made their own product, email marketing product. Oh, yeah. We so need we to talk just, about that. We can just do it from the sweatequitypod.com. We'll link it straight from the blog posts, I bet. Mm-hmm. We probably could put and that, that on I, cruise control. Yeah, and I don't think they have. And A year ago, they, they introduced it to agencies like us. In the, yeah. In the squared circle. Right. Because basically we're guinea pigs. Yeah. For any new product. There. Right. Well, we're Squarespace circle members. We should have like a Scientology like level higher than it. Like we should be like. I know. It's just. It, it, what do you get to be? A, you're in a Squarespace circle. You get an email once a week with some jabroni's new banner image. You Hey, shout out to Jason Barone. He'll answer some emails. He's like number one Squarespace guy that I'm like, this guy knows everything. But I think he got plucked. Corporate wise, uh, there's like five people that answer all the questions on their message boards. Oh yeah, but it's good. Uh, look, we didn't have that before. I still find some stuff there. Well, yeah, but they did a like a blue balls release where they're like email marketing's coming out, and you go to do it, it's like it was uh, it was a, garbage. Yeah, well, it wasn't even functional. They were it was routing to the wrong links and all this. It was like okay, and why that's, not? That's just... why we're the uh, we're not the first movers, or even before that. I forget the. The class beta testers, kind of something like that, yeah. Uh, alpha, I think alpha. Yeah, um, I mean, actually, now that I think about it, having the Squarespace circle, we do get some uh, interesting. We get a discount. Well, we get a discount. We get, but in terms of like building a site itself, we get the picture transitions that are built in that might not be there for everybody. Like, yeah. there's there's stuff that's get... actual features that you could get access to ahead of time, but they also might not work great. Well, still behavior, right? Mm-hmm. So they know we're gonna check. It's, it's all behavior. It breaks down to that. So they know that this they made some exclusive. This company, Squarespace, made an exclusivity kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where hey, you do more than three sites, which is a low barrier to entry. Yeah. Honestly. Um, what is it exactly? We've we probably done one hundred and fifty in the last I don't know two and a half years or something like that. Right. And it's like, hey, we should be, come on, top level, top shelf. I mean, I mean upper deck. Yeah, my list is ridiculous. It's just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Yeah. So it's like uh, when you log in, you're saying? Yeah. When you just have so many contributor sites right. and so many sites you own. But uh, I don't want to get into that's kind of only exciting for us two to talk about. <laughs> but basically, what they go is like if you if you are a Whole Foods shopper, you're going to probably get some discount on something they're trying out, like buying Whole Foods on Amazon, right? Sure. You're a frequent flyer. They're going to use you as a beta or alpha or beta test to do it because you're probably going to be the most reliable feedback. Yeah. 
Did so, we talk about how my wife tried to do the Amazon Whole Foods thing? Real I think quick. you told me off air. Uh, well, real quick, my wife was like, oh, you know, I got, she got a disc, she got a gift card or something, like to, a promotional gift card. Yeah. Um, and you order the food and she wanted to get meats and these different things, but they don't, they have yet to fill an order completely, right? But if they don't have what you want, this has been a trend and it probably won't stick around, that oh, yes. they it's, just it's, give you something this. close and they don't charge you for it. <laughs> right. And then my cheap ass wife, it's then turns into a game of what do I think they're not going to have at the store? Right. So the, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a, it's a, you what know, do you mean you're out of lamb shanks? <laughs> like, the, you know, they're going to be out of lamb shanks. Right. You're like, fine, I'll take the filet. Right. I'll take it for free. Fine. It's a lateral move. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Really? But you're getting, are you get? wait, so you're spending the same amount no matter what. You just, no. Get, oh. You're getting free food. Oh, that's right. Like okay. if it's not filled, like they don't charge you for it, but then you get something on top of it. Another reference. She actually did not say, "I'm going to try and do this," but I called her out. I was like, "It's oh, subconscious." To do that? It's I'm subconscious. Well, a, a movie I, a reference I tried to bring up last week off air was Punch Drunk Love, and uh, yeah, but that's a t- that's this a is kind of similar. Here's you don't remember the beginning of the movie. Sandler is, and this is a real life story. A guy that figured out how to game this system of buying pudding. Uh, he bought all this fucking pudding for airline miles. Yeah, yeah. And he figured out that whatever it is for, let's say every three packs of pudding you buy, he was getting a value of like ten dollars. So it was like three bucks yeah. for ten dollars worth of airline miles or right. something like that. So he just went to every store and bought all this fucking yeah. pudding and then cut out everything and then sent it in. Why do we like those stories so much? There's another one where because a guy bought the lifetime ticket in like 1972 that they were like, yeah. it was like. 200 grand and the guy fucking ran it into the ground right if you're really next to the guy if you're like that guy's son yeah. and like you had to go with him and buy all this pudding and shit <laughs> you'd be like dad you have asperger's yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah now i but from a distance we're like hey good for you you really stuck it to him it's buddy. a big fuck the man kind yeah. of thing and it it was an obscure story that really only in that movie it, which wasn't a huge movie was that a part of the movie yeah I obviously did not remember Punch oh, Drunk Love. But Philip Seymour Hoffman in it is like, he's worth watching the whole movie. I love when you do the thing that you try and convince that's me. That's that, more Mattress of the, Man! More of the movie that I haven't seen. Uh, yeah, that's a dad move. <laughs> and so, um, what, what I'm saying is, we like that because, hey, so F the system. Someone actually followed the rules, because we don't believe some of those things work. Right. Right? So there's a weird... Uh, there's a weird not uh, we don't really trust these promotions a lot of the time. Yeah. That's on a corporate level, the end user doesn't know, you know, w- if this if this McDonald's monopoly game is actually legit. Right. Like do you know anybody that's won anything on no, that? No, there's no boardwalks. But you know they do not a exist. billion people you, you know so many people that love McDonald's Monopoly. Like, oh, that is a great promo. <laughs> I mean, it is like I want to go to McDonald's and buy French fries right. to get the. I mean, oh, I dude. know it's all bullshit. But it, well, you know who wins? I think in that is uh, employees, guys who travel a lot because it's regional uh, tabs a lot of the time. Yeah, but it's still luck of the draw. No, no, it's still luck of the draw. But they, uh, I think in a gaming rules, whatever, you still have to have a certain amount put out there, and right. so if you live in one area. You live in uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. You're g- you're gonna get Marvin Gardens, the yellow one, but 
you're not going to get in the other yellows. There's going to be a very small amount well, no, of yellows. You'll get the you'll get two out right, of the three, right. or like you'll be one. There's always the one that's hard to get, and then so the I other heard, ones there's a million. Well, of so them. I heard the traveling guys because they have to allot a certain amount to make it a fair game or something like that. Like you go on Jeopardy. My friend works on Jeopardy. She was telling me like she's like one of the corporate attorneys. She's like, oh dude, there's so many rules when you sign that. Like, what, to be a contestant? Yeah, because there because of that uh, another movie that's really good called uh, Quiz, Quiz Show. Show. Yeah, be, that was that. a real, but yeah. that was real shit. Yeah. So you try to game it like, uh, <laughs> or like the guy on uh, the Pressure Luck. But that he didn't. Big he didn't money. cheat. No, he didn't cheat. He, he just, just had great timing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, Whammies. That was one that was like in retrospect, they're like. Oh, that's oh. so obvious <laughs> when he gets it 40 times in a row. Oh, we shouldn't have this on just the same schedule <laughs> yeah. of beeps. Because, yeah, you, if you did sit down and watch it and kind of back out, you're like, oh, this clearly has a pattern. Oh, you could record it and just yeah, go through <laughs> and mark it down, make a little piece of paper. It had to be like back in the day when you didn't have, uh, when you had like Betamax or whatever. Yeah. And not VHS, so it's harder to kind of. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Or everybody's coked out of their mind when that show came about. Because yeah. What the fuck is a whammy? <laughs> yeah. What does any of that have to do with anything? Everything was a good idea on Coke. So, well, there you go. More behavior, right? So mm-hmm. you can kind of blame stuff on uh, on early 80s. You can kind of blame it on what were people doing. Right. Okay. Or Cocaine. late Or late Rock. 80s. You had Reaganomics. You had, in uh, that Reaganomics era was Don't just, do drugs. You ha- right. And so that had a backlash. That was a negative, mm-hmm. right? Big time for me, at least. Well, it's a negative sum, though, right? The more they pushed, oh, yeah. the more drugs, like the more drugs people did. Now, it's not one to one correlated, but it is that thing of like, you're you're not helping the campaign by <laughs> just saying no is like the fucking weakest right. message of all time. I hate that. Just or say any, yeah. It's like, oh, how about maybe we have a discussion about it? Well, let's zero, talk about it. It's zero tolerance. Right. Tolerance. So it's telling everybody, hey, uh, don't think. Exactly. Don't use any discretion. Just trust us. Right. Marijuana is going to cause you to rape people big time. Whoa, whoa. Okay. That's where they were going (laughs) with it. That's how extreme they were. And it's just like, what? I mean, have you seen Reefer Madness? That was to say that that's that, right? That was Hearst that made that up. William Randolph Hearst. Uh huh. Yeah. Because he had the hemp. But that 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 he didn't want the hemp because he was a publisher. Yeah. That movie in itself you know, uh, set the tone for an entire generation who then came in with that basically a racist attitude to yeah. to get rid of it. And then... Mexicans are, are smoking reefer. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It was a big Mexican thing, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, marijuana is a Mexican name. Oh, yeah, or, yeah. It's, it's not a, even the real... That sounds like the real, like, real name of it. Right. It's not, though. It's I don't even think... It's called Schweed, guys. <laughs> I don't even think it's, like, you the actual that? plant. The real one's called Schweed. No. It's called Nasty Regs You Get From Your Buddy, yeah. Milo. No, they would, Yeah, they put the, the, the Hispanic spin on it so that the white people would hate it more. Huh. I didn't even know... I didn't know that. I didn't know that was, like, a brand name, like, uh... That's probably second to the swastika, right? As the, rebranding, the biggest rebrand of all time, <laughs> in a bad way. The, well, because a lot of people don't know that's the uh, Indian sign of peace. Yeah, a swastika, and it, you look at it and you're like, oh, it kind of makes sense because it's symmetrical, and it's like we we have one on our air vent for some reason up here that you no, cleaned off. No, I cleaned it. Now it's just a, a plus. Sign. I still see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that is gone. A lot of I say that. 
just to shock some people that I think aren't paying attention in meetings. Uh, they want to talk about re- oh, my bad. rebrands. Did I mess up your... No, uh, no, I don't know. Not not the actual air vent swastika we had. We just had a I dirt... I used that in meetings. You no, know, we had dirt that built up on this thing that looked like a swastika, and then every 40th person would walk in and be like, what's that? What's the deal with the swastika? <laughs> we're like, we can't... Just stop it's looking 10 feet up. in the air. We're not, yeah. we're not getting soot and putting it up there. <laughs> it took me like 30 seconds to clean it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is easy. What I'm saying is uh, I tell people to see if they're paying attention sometimes if I'm talking about a rebrand and we're starting out at zero, right? Uh-huh. They, they're an ops kind of person or a math kind of person. And I go, well, the biggest rebrand of all time was... You know, the swastika. And they're like, what? Kind of like yeah. I did just now when you said rape. And I go, what? Yeah. I only heard rape, really. Yeah. Because I was already, I wasn't listening. I was thinking about something to say after. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. I but, really stopped you in your tracks. But that thing of like, oh, okay. He just, basically he took the opposite of what that meant. And now it forever will be the SS army yeah. and all that stuff. So. Yeah. It ruined it for everybody. So. Again, we going back to kind of how people interact with each other yeah. on a basic level. Yeah. We see that. Now that message means bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it causes a big, gross feeling in the room. Mm-hmm. Awkward. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, now, the the worst is when a white power guy comes into this office, and he's like, hell yeah, buddy. Where's the swastika? He's like, fuck yeah. I see you got it on your air vent real subtle, real nice. Yeah. And then he winks, and I'm like, <laughs> we're not on your team, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. I know Eric looks like it, but he's not. <laughs> no. It's just a shaved head thing. Yeah. It's not, not. We don't like American History Act. <laughs> you can't two-handed backwards jam Edward Norton. You can't do it. Don't. Did he jeans, do that in that movie? In jeans, yeah. In jeans. It's the most unbelievable shit in any movie. Is he like every other cur- actor who can't play the curb at all? A lot better, <laughs> like more believable. A lot more athletic with the curbs. <laughs> a lot more athletic. Is he bad? They play. Yeah, he re- played. I'm just gonna throw movies time. that you haven't, I haven't seen, seen in so long. But I'm trying to remember if he played basketball. Was it like the weird, awkward, just I think actor? The one thing actors can't do is act like they're athletic. What do you think he is? Five eight. I don't five, I have nine. no idea. I always assume they're always like five six. Well, he's jacked, right? He's got like Tom Cruise jacked. Those guys that are shorter can get jacked a lot easier. Yeah, yeah I guess so. I don't know what that is, but uh, well, way- lots of times arm length. Think about having to push weight a lot closer. Like if you're, I have T Rex arms. If you're yeah. bench pressing, you literally have to push the weight not as far as maybe I would. Oh no, my, like you're doing I, less work. I can do. Can, I could do three hundred. Uh, on on bench, but I'm I could be so soft everywhere else because I got T Rex arms. Yeah, yeah. Might be tough to do some rows. Ro- um, rows are tough. Benching three hundred Stret- right now. I could, I could do one power set. I'm yeah. pretty soft right now, but as far as, I've like been to trying to that. do uh, reps, a lot of reps. Yeah, you got to. It's all uh, about the posture. Don't worry about that heavy weight. I'm just making sure you don't have an error message on the. No, nope. uh, the production. No, one over what there. do you think you see? Stay focused. Hey, what lessons did we learn yesterday? We started to talk about that. Well, here's the thing. Uh, one of us messed up on the audio, and that's fine. And I, my thing is always like, I'm not mad. No, it's oh an no. accident. Yeah, but you know those people that get pissed. I think that's the lesson. If we take away anything, it's like, call it working in a uh, call it collaboration. Call it maybe you're a manager. Right. And you're that. 
you become that dick manager that you said you never were going to be. Yeah. Or maybe you're delegating out. A lot of people use Upwork and and other like gig economy style uh, ways to get their brand going. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to make a website. You'll go on there and maybe uh, hire someone in Indonesia, but you don't know how to project manage really. Yeah. And you you do you crack the whip because you think that's how a lot of guys get rich. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just a bad management style, I think. I mean, I think it, you can get more out of people, but if they honestly make a mistake, I, I don't get the people that are like, fuck you. Yeah. I mean, you know, the anger thing is like. Now, it happens five times in a row, then we got right. to figure this out. Yeah, then you could be angry at somebody's incompetence if they're just straight up neglecting what you've maybe told them to do or whatever process they're supposed to do. But most of the time, getting angry is nothing but badness just bringing the negativity into the situation and adding on to the pile of shit the good thing about doing a 33 minute podcast is it's not look if it was three hours it's another that's another thing but like right we got up there we, we were like we're, we're gonna basically get just had lunch with matt fernandez right the, the way i look at it well we also got some stuff done we got some john paul did do some nice video footage of right, us right, right. Gets he, a little scissor sizzle reel going we uh talked about the script that we're punching up with matt so we got some stuff done but yeah uh, two separate kind of gigs i mean this this is a passion project until it starts making money so i you can't really get mad at anybody doing anything right. unless it's like repeating just the same shit and it's really wasting everybody's time. But for the most part, all he does is add value and, you know, in an in-kind kind of way uses the office. I think that's kind of our kind of yeah. well, uh, mutual relationship as far as not being able to pay. Yeah, right? I do. I would do want to be clear, you know, like. A lot of this stuff that's been set up for the podcast, I've done personally, and it's I take responsibility. I, like I should have checked it. Yeah, I don't. I, you know, I'm normally like run a test on the audio, whatever, make sure everything's up and good. And I, when we have a guest, it's just like, right. all right, I don't want to make this guy sit here and watch me, you know, do all this stuff. So let's just get it going. We're trying to rent this the studio out to a lot of people that I try to explain to my dad. <laughs> And he's like, I don't understand why. And I'm like, well, it's wasted square footage. If you know, we're not here all the time. And he's like, well, you can't sublease it, right? And I'm like, why did you just jump to that? But I'm like, no, they can just be it's a, retainer yeah. clients, yeah. and one of us will be here when when they're doing it. So as a producer, so right, uh, it's not like a sublease. It's a you know but, uh, rental. I don't even but know. But then what I was like, didn't it? you figure out how to listen to ours? How do you not get it? Yeah. So, uh, it was an odd conversation. He hit a hole in one yesterday, though. So I Whoa, let, I let really? Slide. Yeah. In a tournament, too. Did he win a car? Or you just lost about six inches? Yeah. He uh, just hit my chair. He uh, he was in a Masters tournament playing and uh, on the course he plays every Saturday, Sunday, basically, and hit a hole in one. Wow. Yeah. And then they give you a bottle of bourbon or whiskey, and you basically have to sh- – you don't get to drink it on your own. <laughs> You have oh. to share it with everybody. Oh, I love the hole in one rules. Is hey, guess what? You're I now for- paying for everything tonight. I forgot about face. that. Yeah, right, no, they gave him five hundred dollars, but that went away. He probably lost money after you have to buy everybody around. Yeah, because it's the Masters Day too, so everybody's playing uh, or yeah. everybody's watching. Everybody's into golf. I d- I didn't know it started early. I was going to put it on in here, and then I didn't know they. I know. My dad texted me Tiger won. I was like, it's what? the what? only tournament I'll watch. I was like, what? It's the only one I give. A I shit know. About. I don't know why. 
I like the majors. They're nice on a Sunday. Nice background noise. Right, right, right. It's not, we, we finished doing our work earlier than I thought, so I was like, maybe I'll put this on. And then, uh, and anyway. It's over. Uh, so, what do we learn? Like, what do you learn from taking a mulligan, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, we had a do over. And so, A, I, I never get mad if someone is trying to do something. Like, someone tries to they borrow your car and then you know something it gets scraped yeah right and i'm never like what the fuck but if that if that friend borrowed your car a lot and it always came back with something fucked up on yeah then you get to have a fist fight with your buddy but like other than that you know the if the intention is good i'm not gonna get pissed i know i don't understand people that you know they can't take the time to think about the intention of things. It's like most people are not trying to go around and fuck everything up. <laughs> like, well, there is a very self-preservation part of life, right? A lot right. of people think, hey, man, you got to fuck that person before they fuck you. Yeah. And they're like, what the yeah. hell? And I think a lot of people put their guard up when conflict happens. Mm-hmm. And they go this, and they take it personally, too. Yeah. Did you take it personally it's, it's yesterday? Me. No. Right. I took responsibility personally. Right, you you did the head coach thing. I do this too. Yeah. Maybe too far that way because that's how you're you're either you're raised or you kind of apply that early on in your life where you know you and you see these post game interviews is like. Look, I take full responsibility for our kicker missing <laughs> yeah. a forty-five yard field goal. <laughs> Even though it's his only job. Even though and Robbie Gould should have hit it. Yeah. I don't know what the hell his problem is. We shouldn't have been that well, but I always like it if they really care, I always think they say we shouldn't have been in that position to have to kick the field goal anyway. Right. And so I feel like part of part of me thinks the way you were thinking, like, oh man, we should have your H four N uh as a second shooter. Or we should have a drop-down mic by now mm-hmm. that I've been talking about for years, and we should be have it. We should have a drop-down mic that just has for meetings. Yeah, anyway. I was gonna say for meetings would be good. And so, uh, part of me was like, man, I should have set this room up a little bit better for uh, conferences too, and yeah. that would have solved that problem in a way. I mean, yeah, you know, but at it's the all same little time, changes that a little, you know, we're. This place looks different every time we come in. You know, it's getting we're, better. We're getting just little tiny steps. Step we had step. entrepreneur Ed Keels in here on Friday. He's gonna get his podcast going in here, and he was like blown away. And I'm like, "Hey, man, wh- I'm not satisfied." And he was like, "Yeah, I like that." Yeah, I was like, "Good." Um, good. No, but he gets it. Good, because he's not satisfied either. He's yeah. 65 and wants to start a podcast. That's awesome. I love that. And I go, "Look, you have so much wisdom." That we'll have them on soon, but I was like, you have so much wisdom to impart, you know, we'll handle the other stuff for you. You just need to get on and talk. Yeah. I mean, you know, at this point, we've got the knowledge of getting these things up and going so much that it's like almost mean not to help the people. It's like we could totally be like, nope. It's kind of like Figure doing stand up jokes. Well, it's kind of like doing stand up jokes. You hate all your jokes and then you do them and then it's like, oh, for the audience, they don't know that you've done this a bunch of times and you hate them. I know. To them, sometimes it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then... It's a faint two-minute warning. Sometimes, like, you know, sometimes you're doing food truck pun jokes. Like the ma- like like a master, like I am. I'm not going to do them. Two girls. We'll just 
Just pretend like you did do it. Two girls uh, in a coffee truck, <laughs> and they man it. It's called Two Girls, One Cup of Coffee. I knew it was. I knew it before you said I, it. You've heard it. Uh, nope. You haven't just, heard that one. I could have just seen where that was going. Uh, you start out with two girls. Well, it always ends with a cup. I do three of them, and then that one's in the middle. So you don't really, you're not really thinking that way. Uh, yeah, I got. It. I just throw you on. Yeah. So my thing was, uh, you know, we're getting more interesting people in here. Hopefully, better guests. And uh, and those last guests. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. No, no, no. Better we love guests. All our guests. We need to get. We need to market this show. Aforementioned email marketing through Squarespace's email product. Uh, I need to write a little bit more content. All these things are doable. It's on the to-do list. Don't get overwhelmed. It really is so easy. So it's something that we could... Wake I, up you early know, like this and write it out. and like Before yeah. anybody's awake, then I have no excuse, right? You know, I did do a, a sponsor. I've, I ran an Instagram ad with them when we had our Jinx moment. Ooh. I chopped that up. How much, it's been running. How much do you push? Uh, it was. I think we spent... For those listening, when you promote a post or boost a post, that technically is an ad. I just always want oh, yeah. to clarify. Well, if you're paying money, no one knows make, that. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... organic is no pay, and at you, no pay. They're trying to lead you in Facebook and Instagram, which is just Facebook, really. They're trying to lead you in with that boosted post, promoted post. Yeah. That's how they get you with five dollars. Yeah, learning they get you a little bit. Learning. They say, "Hey, look how good this did." And you might have early on success with it because they want to. They can manipulate that. Yeah, your well, first time doing it. Ooh. I haven't done. I hadn't done a lot of Instagram stuff, but it looks like uh, I think it's done pretty pretty good. Yeah, we need to steal an intern from uh, Two Eight Monkeys across the hall for our YouTube. Stuff. Yeah, we got no views on there. Yeah, well, it's backup. That's what what we're about, about my sweat equity? Thanks for listening. Sweat we did it. Stick around for the post roll. How you can help this podcast out. Sweatequitypod.com. What else you want? It'll be on the post roll. Yeah. I forgot about the post roll. What about my sweat equity?